I've been really thinking about you know what uh, since ever since we finished the previous series, you know, I've been thinking about what we need to really look into as a church. And um, you know, this last uh, two weeks, you know, to be exact, to be sure, I was just pondering over uh, this entire. If you notice, you know, this entire lockdown period has been there ever since um, the last some forty something plus days. and uh, thank god you know the lockdown is slowly relaxing from tomorrow but again we do not know the intensity they saying there is no um, what do you call there's no relaxation in, in the containment areas and probably the red zones as well but um, we just going to have to keep praying you know that things do keep coming down but i was looking back you know at these 40 days i don't know about you but um, there was a lot of good things and bad things that you know i can actually think about especially um, I think uh, you know one of the things that um, I was thinking about good you know like when you think about the lockdown one of the things that really stands out about the good thing was you got to be with your family at least most of us could um you know um, you could do I'm sure some of us could do things which we have never done before okay you have never had the time to do it now you have all the time in the world to do certain things but the only issue with uh, all of these things was that um, there's only so much that you can actually do you know the things that you've never been able to do after a certain period of time you obviously you tend to get bored right <laughs> and especially you know for all of us parents who have kids at home i know it is true in my case it was bad because um, you know keeping the kids engaged was a whole different level you know um, i mean i have a 6 year old and almost a 2 year old um, since they are ages apart you know keeping the older one engaged would be fine but then the younger one would get jittery and keep the younger one engaged and the older one would jittery it, it's been it's been a scramble so it's been a good and a bad time when i look back at the 40 days but what was really interesting you know when i was really reflecting on these 40 days was that in midst of this lockdown situation uh people i mean i think you know this more than me people have actually been using the internet more than ever before people have been on social media internet you know browsing i mean there's nothing else to do after a certain time you know you ultimately go you know you go through the news you go through what's happening in the internet and stuff like that but what is also sad you know surprisingly in this entire lockdown situation is that there has been a drastic increase in the number of people going through frustration loneliness depression okay um if you were to do a google search today if you were to just go through google and find out um, you know uh, here's what i would encourage you to do i mean you can do it right now you can do it later for those who are listening you know i mean when you google mental health disorders you will find that this mental health disorders is becoming an increasing issue not just in a few specific countries but practically literally all over the world you know and that was that was really kind of shocking and you know when i was thinking about all of these things at the same time praying and asking the lord lord what is it that you want to speak to us as a church that's when i stumbled across facebook Now uh what i've noticed you know social media of late uh, it's the older generation that uses facebook the younger generation uses instagram i don't know why the disparity is there but that's how i've seen the trend that's been happening okay um i'm a bit of both so i'm not really old and i'm not really that young but you know what i'm saying okay but um one of the things that i noticed on facebook was uh, uh, you know this question because i've seen this question so many times but i've never really thought about it in the light of you know the situation that we are in in fact um, i got a picture of that you know i just got a screenshot of that okay 
this is what if you come if you take up your facebook page you open up you know your status would look like this if you wanted to update your status if you look at it you know there's a picture on the left and your status bar it actually asks you the question what's on your mind <laughs> and uh, that question really caught me off you know like if you want to insert a picture if you want to update your status your location whatever you want to tag somebody this is you know this is this is exactly the slot what's on your mind what's written there is a slot where you to enter you know what you want to enter and it got me thinking you know because when you think about you know the entire situation that's going on isn't it true that you know a lot of people are actually having a huge struggle a huge battle inside of their minds in fact i've titled you know our um, message series as what's on your mind okay and um, today's week 1 i've subtitled as i think i'll tell you why i subtitled as i think in just a moment okay but when you look around the situation in the world today there's a lot of fear that's going on you know people are gripped with fear about what you know one of the things that i, I you know you can see it in the news that's happening people are gripped with the fear you know am i going to get contaminated with this virus am i a carrier you know should i get too close to people should i you know social distancing am i keeping enough distance so that i don't get infected there is a lot of fear that is gripping the hearts of the people not just in a few places but literally all over the world i'm not saying it's a bad thing you know to do social distancing it's good to take precautions but there is a lot of unnecessary fear that's also gripping in on the world people have a fear about you know the slowing down economy if you look at the financial situation all over the globe it's coming down people are wondering you know will i have enough income to sustain my family people are you know worried about the fact you know i don't know if you noticed this there are a lot of people who are actually losing jobs even as people are getting fired left and right why because the companies don't have enough money to support the employees it's it's going you know people are stressed about you know a lot of issues they're worried they're filled with fear there's a lot of worry anxiety stress you know frustration people are frustrated because things are not moving forward they have planned a lot of they had planned a lot of things nothing seems to be working out i mean everyone you know is going through some kind of a this thing and the truth is you know if you are if you are not careful the truth is you know this can literally engulf us as we speak it can engulf our minds it can put us in a place where we really do not want to be and i believe this is one of the strongest reasons why mental health disorders are on the rise even as we speak you know uh, centuries ago you know there was a there was a man a jewish man by the name paul if you're a follower of jesus christ you know this to be true okay paul was a man uh, a jewish man he became a follower of christ he planted many churches and in one of the let he wrote many letters to different churches that he had planted one of the letters that he wrote to was to the let the church at rome the roman church you know and um, this is what he wrote to the roman church okay i have it on my screen romans chapter 12 verse 2 this is what paul writes do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god now paul made an interesting discovery i believe you know paul just had the revelation about you know this entire thing that was going on here's what paul is saying listen when you look at the world when you look at the situation that is in and around the world people are you know doing a lot of things in their anxiety in their stress in their frustration they don't you know some of the people are not even aware of or you know they're not even thinking logically about some of the things that they're doing but 
here's what here's what Paul is writing. If you look at the you know the what's written here, he's saying you know do not be conformed to whatever the world is doing. This is what literally he's saying. You know, it's the world is doing this, the world is doing that, but don't you know keep your eyes fixed on what the world is doing. But he's not even saying that you know you should be doing something else. Look at what he says. He says you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He takes out the entire thing and he says, you know, the problem is not in the situation. The problem is not even in the things that you're doing. The problem, every problem is up here inside of your mind. And that's why he says, you know, you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If there is a work that needs to be done, it needs to be done inside of your mind. Now, you know, I've, I've picked this verse as the theme verse for an entire series. You know, we, we might be coming back to this verse over and over again, you know, in the next um, I, I'm planning five weeks, so hopefully we should be done in five weeks unless God brings more revelation. But, you know, this is something that I want us to keep our eyes fixed on for the next five weeks, okay? Um, why is it important for us to understand the battle that takes place inside of our minds? You know, today, I've entitled today's message as I think. Because, you know, what I want to do, you know, with our time today is, you know, um, being able to understand how our minds work, you know, how our thought processes work. We need to understand that. And if we are able to understand that, I believe, you know, we'll be in a much better position to fight the battles that happens inside of our mind. Now, here's one thing that I want to make a statement about. You know, the world is taking a lot of necessary precautions to safeguard themselves from the attack of the coronavirus, COVID-19. These are the necessary precautions that you should take. And, you know, here's what I would say to be true. There is a big battle that is being fought against the coronavirus situation as we speak even right now. There's no doubt about it. But do you know what I believe is also a bigger battle that's also happening all around the world? is not just against the coronavirus. The biggest battle that's happening apart from the coronavirus situation is the battle that's happening in each and every person's minds who are stuck in lockdown. Okay, which is why, you know, I believe as much as precautions you need to take against the coronavirus situation in a time like now, it's important that we take necessary precautions about what enters our mind and what are the thoughts that we are actually thinking about during this duration of this time. Now, um, I want you to understand, you know, probably, I mean, I don't have to explain this to you. You know this to be true. Some, some of you are in the medical profession here and you probably know this to be true more than I do. Isn't it true that, you know, when you think about, I just want you to think about this scenario where, you know, when you uh, realize that, um, isn't it true? I mean, rather, I would ask this question. Isn't it true that in any situation, if the person has already been defeated inside of their mind, isn't it true that the case is entirely lost? Think about a medical emergency. You know, I've heard doctors say this all the time. If the It doesn't matter how good the medicines are. It doesn't matter how good, you know, the treatment that's being given to them really is. As long as the patient's mind is not made up that the patient can actually recover or become healthy over a period of time, you know, medical doctors, isn't it true that, you know, they say, man, it's everything is the, in the mind and the will of the patient. If the patient's mind is strong, if the patient is, has a strong mindset that I will recover, I will become better, isn't it true that the patient will recover in a much more healthier and a much more faster way? It's true. Now, if you've been a follower of Christ for a long time, you know this to be true. If you believe in God, you also need to believe in the fact that there is a devil. And if you look at, you know, 
uh, if you study, you know, the Bible, if you take it from the Old Testament, right from the time of Genesis, you know, to the book of Revelation, the enemy has always been at war with mankind. Always been at war with God, always been at war with mankind. In fact, the devil has been trying to defeat mankind for so long. In the book of Genesis, when, you know, Adam and Eve, they were in the Garden of Eden. I'm not going into the scripture there, but you know the story. What happens in the, in the Garden of Eden? How does the devil attack Adam and Eve? He doesn't go to them with a gun. He doesn't go to them with a bomb or, you know, something like that to, you know, kill them or destroy them or defeat them. He goes to them with a single thought. He goes to them, you know, they had this thought that, you know, God had created them. God had, you know, given every good gift that God could possibly give. And the devil brings a thought and his opening statement, you know, right in his first conversation with mankind was, has God surely said this? He brings up the statement and he, you know, he brings a thought inside of their mind. Really? Did God say something like that? And they were left pondering. Eve pondered about it. She spoke to Adam. Adam started pondering about it. Okay. And they bought into the lie and they bought into that thought which the enemy had planted inside of their minds. What happened? He took captive. He put the entire mankind into bondage ever since then. You know, fast forward, you know, a couple of generations, a couple of centuries down the line, Jesus comes into the picture. The enemy, you know, um, Jesus goes into the wilderness because the Holy Spirit takes him into the wilderness. The, the enemy comes to tempt him again, to attack him again, again. He doesn't bring any weapons. He doesn't bring any, you know, strong things to pull Jesus down. He brings Jesus one more thought. Hey, if you're really the son of God, do you think you can do this? Do you think you can do that? He, he, he just constantly keeps bringing back, you know, a thought. But, you know, Jesus was not defeated by the thought that Satan had put into his mind. Jesus was able to defeat the enemy because he was able to bring in that weapon of the word of God into that particular situation. And here's why I want us to understand this so, so much important. This is so important for us to grasp. You know, this is the same tactic the enemy is using even today. This is the same thing. He just wants us to get us defeated in our minds. And if he can defeat us in our minds, then he has won that battle. I don't know, if, you know, if you think think about the situations that, you know, some of us have been through, or some of us are going through, you know, many times it all starts with a simple thought, doesn't it? Oh man, what if this happens? What if that happens? What am I going to do? You know, the other day I was talking to one of the young people, okay, not in Manipal, okay, not in Manipal, someone else, okay, um, and I was just asking, you know, man, what, what are you doing? How are you spending time? And they're like, you know, he's in his final year, so he's thinking about his placements, whether he'll get a job and stuff like that. And, you know, he was telling me, you know, if this lockdown was not going on, he should have been placed by now in some particular company. And... And I'm asking him, so what's running on your mind? He's like, I don't know. I'm worried. I don't know if I'd ever get placed. Now, if the economy is crashing and people are losing their jobs, that means that they're not hiring anybody. Now, I don't bring that up, you know, to scare or frighten anybody here. All right. Which is why we're doing this series. Okay. We don't need to dwell on these negative thoughts. But I'm just saying it's everything starts with a thought, a simple thought, you know, that penetrates into our minds and starts, you know, we start dwelling on it. We start engulfing that thought. And it becomes something that it was never meant to be. Now, the place, you know, that we need to recognize is that our mind is the place where we do the battle. The mind is the place where, you know, the war takes place. Now, um, one of the things, you know, that um, I want us to also look at, okay, is this one point that I want to make. Our mind is the entry point for good and evil. Now, what do I mean by that? 
many times you know with we 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 always say this you know logically we always say this you know i like to think with my mind i'm thinking good or i'm thinking bad we always say that don't we okay but if you think about you know the things that actually you think about the first place of thought that ever starts it starts here and um, now let me give you an example let's say now okay all of us are here we are in this church okay we are all we just finished worship we are listening to the word okay we are we are listening to a lot of good things so there is a lot of good things that's entering our mind right now as we speak it's entering our minds now the thing about you know uh, the good things is that if you choose to you know dwell on these good things good things will start coming out of our minds and out of our entire action isn't that true but if you were to go out into the world you know you you go into the world you hear the news of the coronavirus i mean now it's only coronavirus all over the news i mean apart from some other news okay last week there was a couple of big guys that you know didn't make it but i'm just saying you know ultimately when you keep going out when you keep feeding ourselves you know with a lot of these evil or these negative thoughts that say what happened it starts pulling us down okay it starts you know wearing us down it starts you know completely crumbling us down what we need to understand is you know this is the place where the starting point is if any thought that enters into our body it enters into our system it starts from here i'll explain that you know as we keep going on into the this now you know i want us to look at a story it's a very familiar story if you've been a follower of jesus christ you know the story very well okay it's a, it's a parable which jesus was mentioning to his people the people who are listening okay it's a parable that he brings up with his followers and and in this parable he was basically trying to uh, let you know his followers understand what the heart of his father really was and it's a story of the prodigal son okay and i want us to look at you know one very specific thing you know that that happens in this story which i believe is a very very key thing that happens in this story you know it's i would say it's the climax it's the turning point of that story okay uh, you know the story i'm not going to go much in detail of the, the story a man had two sons okay he, uh, the younger son came asked for the his share of the wealth he takes the money from his father father gives it to him he goes off he wastes all of his money okay it's jesus very specifically says he wasted it in prodigal living which means he completely wasted his life he came to a place where he did not have any any money left and what happens okay we pick it up from the gospel of luke 15 15 to 19 then he the prodigal son went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed the swine swine meaning the pigs and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate and no one gave him anything he had come to a place in his life his situation was bad everything that around him was completely crumbling down he was in a very very desperate situation he was simply hungry he would have you know he came to a place where he was looking at the food that the pigs were eating and he was telling himself man i can actually eat that as well i mean i want us to understand you know that is the mindset that he was carrying at that point of time but here's here's where the whole story changes verse 17 but when he came to himself he said how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare and i perish with hunger i will arise and go to my father and i will say to him father i have sinned against heaven and before you and i am no longer worthy to be called your son make me like one of your hired servants the climax of this entire story takes place in verse 17 okay when he came to himself you know if i were to paraphrase that in modern day translation here's what i would like to read it as when the prodigal son changed his mind 
you know what changed about the prodigal son situation nothing his situation was the same his circumstance was the same everything everything that he looked around it looks like the same thing but you know what changed in the story his mindset changed he looks you know i mean he's looking at that food and he's thinking i can eat that food okay it's okay for me to eat it. i'm hungry there's nobody is going to give me food anyways i might as well eat that you know to survive to sustain myself but he changes his mind and said no i don't have to eat this i can go to my father i can go to my father's house i don't need to be where i am right now that changed the entire story okay now <laughs> um i want you to think about you know the the entire situation what would have happened if the prodigal son had not i mean imagine if verse 17 was not there in the story imagine if verse 17 you know when the prodigal son never thought about this never changed his mind he's looking at this you know whatever is happening around him and he's deciding that man this is how it's going to be this is how it's always going to be nothing is going to change i'm going to be like this for the rest of my life imagine if where would that prodigal son would have been you know where he would not have been he would have not have been in the place where his father wanted him to be when he changed his mind his perspective changed everything around about himself started to change he began to realize that man i am my father's son i can i know that i can still go back maybe maybe you know the son the prodigal son is thinking to himself maybe he may not accept me for who i am but that's okay i know that i will not be pushed out i know that i can still go back there you know i believe a verse 17 like this should exist in everybody's life at at least some point in their lives at at least at some point i mean you know all of us you know when we think about it you know man um you know i'm going through this situation i'm going through that circumstance but you know what i'm not going to look at the situation and the circumstance the way it is i'm going to change my mind about the situation that i'm looking at and just like the prodigal son did when he began to look at his father how things would change for many of us when we start looking at our father rather than the situation that is there in and around us that's what changed the prodigal son's life he came to a place because he changed his mind this is what i want us to remember because he changed his mind he came to the place where his father originally wanted him to be now when we understand that our mind is the entry point for good and evil I mean this is the place where good comes this is the place where evil comes everything starts inside of my mind it changes our entire perspective of the battle that we need to fight in our minds now let me ask you this question i asked you this sometime back but let me ask this question again is it true that we think with our minds i mean when you think about it do i think with my mind it's the logical answer right yeah i mean yeah of course i think with my mind i mean how is the thoughts coming thoughts come into my mind so obviously i'm thinking with my mind right ever thought about the heart i mean because uh, i'm sure some of you have heard the statement being made um you've heard the statement you know follow your heart have you heard that statement people make that statement all the time when you're faced with a decision you're thinking about okay should i do this should i do that some people come and say you know what just follow your heart okay it's a bad decision to do really okay i'm i'm just telling you from experience all right some people say this way you know do what your heart tells you to do okay the heart is like no man I'll, i'll come back to that in this okay there was an incident all right um, that took place when jesus was here okay when jesus was you know walking around this earth there was a incident that took place where um, jesus was uh, teaching you know a lot of people and a lot of people are gathered inside of a house 
So Jesus was inside the house. He was teaching these people. Um, there was a lot of people in that group. Okay, there were some people who were just genuinely there because they wanted to listen to him and they wanted to learn from Jesus. There were people who were critics. They were just there so that they could criticize Jesus for something that he said. But that whole house was so packed. Okay, in the story, there's a group of people that comes carrying their friend. To be exact, you know, there are exactly four people that was carrying, you know, their friend who was paralyzed. Some of you already figured out this story, all right? So he, they, they, they bring this man, you know, who was paralyzed on his bed cot. I want you to imagine a single bed cot, all right? I don't want to get into too much details of the story, but it's a phenomenal story. You should go back and read it when you have the time to. They bring their friend in. They see that, you know, the house is crowded. There's no way they can bring, you know, they can, they can get their friend to see Jesus. So here's what these guys do. They climb up on top of that roof. They dig a hole in that roof and they take the entire cot, not just the guy. I mean, it would have been much easier to carry this the man, but they carry the entire cot up onto that roof. They make a big hole in that roof and they lower that cot all the way right down to exactly where Jesus was set up stage, where he was speaking right in front of him, they lower him down. And what is interesting about the story is how Jesus responds, you know, to this entire situation. Okay, and um, again, you know, the scripture is found um, in Matthew's gospel, chapter 9, verse 2 to 4. I want you to just look at this, all right? It's there on your screen. Then behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. What? <laughs> Let me just read that again. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. Hello? I'm thinking, you know, what's going on in the minds, you know, of every person who is, I mean, at least the four people, you know, I mean, with great difficulty, they brought this entire, this, I don't know the, what the weight of that man was. It's not mentioned yet. Maybe, maybe he was heavy. I don't know. Okay. But whatever it is, they bring this entire thing. It would have been heavy and it's not easy. I can't even imagine, you know, the situation where they're carrying their entire court all the way to the top of that roof. All right. They've dug the hole and the roof of back in those days was not a thin roof. It was quite thick. They had to literally dig their way through. And then they had to lower this bed, making sure that, you know, the man, the paralytic was fine. They lower him down, expecting Jesus to do a miracle. And this is what Jesus says. Okay. Why do you, I mean, yeah. Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Jesus. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, we, we didn't come for sins forgiving. We came for a miracle. Hello, Jesus. Are you here? Are you understanding what we want? Maybe we didn't ask you the right way. Is that the reason why? Okay. I don't know what's going on in their minds. But Jesus makes his abrupt statement and then immediately the critics who were there around in verse 3, you know, some of the scribes said within themselves, this man blasphemes. The scribes, you know, the critics are not even talking to Jesus. They're thinking in their own minds, you know, what's going on. And what's verse 4? Check this out. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, that's not a surprise, isn't it? Knowing their thoughts said, why do you think evil, get this, in your hearts? Now, Jesus didn't ask them the question, why do you think evil in your minds? Jesus is making a straight out, a blunt statement right there. He's saying, listen, you're not talking to me about it, but I know your thoughts and your thoughts are not in your mind. Your thoughts are in your heart. What did Jesus mean by that? Why did, why did Jesus say that, you know, why are you thinking evil in your hearts? Is it possible for us to think in our hearts? You know what? The truth is, the truth is, it is possible to think inside of our hearts. In fact, you know, here's what I want us to understand. Here's the biggest, if you don't understand anything right through this whole message, this is what I don't want you to forget for the next five weeks that we're going to meet on this series. We don't think with our minds. 
we think with our hearts now i'll explain that okay just in a moment but here's why jesus said this particular statement you know to the critics that was there matthew 15:18 to 19 18 but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart for they defile a man this is what jesus says for out of the heart not the mind proceed evil thoughts who would have ever thought that evil thoughts come from not the mind but from within your heart jesus said this nobody else proceed evil thoughts murders adulteries fornications thefts false witnesses blasphemies if there's anything more there's nothing more i mean that's what jesus said we think with our hearts we don't think with our minds that's why you know if you, if you remember earlier just just some time ago we made the statement you know our mind is the entry point for good and evil to come inside it's just an entry point which means what this is the starting point but this is not the place where the entire thing is processed the it becomes an entry point so here's what we need to understand you know sometimes you know we think okay man i'm exposed to bad things i'm exposed to good things and that's okay as long as we don't dwell in those thoughts because the more we start dwelling on those thoughts you know what happens it starts entering into our hearts and the more those thoughts enter into our hearts the more damaging it will become as the time progresses over a period of time we get exposed to a lot of stuff in our minds but the thoughts that we choose to meditate on are the thoughts that enter into our hearts now okay now let me let me let me just see if i can you know um tell this think about the prodigal son the prodigal son i mean we just finished the story right i mean the prodigal son could have been in that situation and he could have told you know okay listen <laughs> i i think um i'm in the situation and he's looking at everything that's around him and he could have told himself you know what this is how I'm, how it's going to be his mind has already taken that information that he's in a bad place to be but you know what he chose to do he chose not to dwell on those thoughts over and over and over a period of time he chose to you know push those thoughts out and immediately he changed his mind to start thinking on the thoughts that hey i can still go back to my father the more we start thinking about the negative situations that's there around us the more we end up becoming you know thoughts that comes out of our heart are negative and here's let me let me say this okay when we start thinking about more positive things we start becoming more positive when we start dwelling on negative things you know what that makes us it starts making us negative people and it is important what we choose to dwell on over a period of time now i want you to think about the situation today coronavirus everywhere you know coronavirus to the left of me coronavirus to the right of me coronavirus behind me coronavirus front of me. everywhere i look around it's only coronavirus if i go through my mobile phone they're talking about coronavirus if i go to the news on the tv or you know the computer or anything they're talking about coronavirus if i go talk to somebody about it within 2 minutes to 3 minutes they talk about coronavirus i can i i want you to think has there been a single day in the last 40 days when one day at least one day you have not spoken about coronavirus <laughs> are you getting what i'm saying you know the more you know it's what i'm trying to say is you know it doesn't matter you know the news that we hear but what matters is what we choose to meditate on the more we start choosing to meditate on these negative thoughts the more you know that the things that the thing now let me let me complete you know this cycle for you the mind is the entry point the heart is the place where we choose to dwell on it and the more we dwell on it you know what's the final output 
Okay, here's here's what the Proverbs writer puts it. King Solomon, you know, this is what he puts it as. Proverbs twenty three verse seven. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. You enter good or bad thoughts in your mind. You start dwelling on those thoughts inside, whether it's good, whether it's bad inside of your heart. And here's the completion of that entire chain. As you think in your heart, what you think here, what you dwell on, is what you will become. In fact, let me let me just paraphrase. You know what Solomon said. What we think. is what we become what we think is what we become i just you know said earlier if you think positive things you become a positive person if you think negative things you become negative a negative person i mean and and you know people you're not one of them you're a good person all right but you know people who are negative every time you go to those people they'll only talk negative do you know why because they keep dwelling on negative thoughts that's why and you go to someone and they always encourage you they always seem to you know assure you with hope and they always give seems to give you something you know why because they're dwelling on positive and hopeful thoughts inside of their minds and inside of their hearts we what we think is what we become in fact you know um okay uh, let me let me come back to you know to what jesus said okay now when you understand the cycle the mind becomes the entry point the heart is where you dwell on it and what you choose to dwell on and think on inside your heart is what you ultimately become so let's go back to you know what jesus said here for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts all right you ready for this for out of the heart proceeds murderers are you getting this adulterers fornicators thieves false witnesses and blasphemers how does that sound <laughs> i i hope you're getting what i'm saying listen This is this is why this is so important for us to understand you know how our minds process things. This is why you know we need to understand the battle that takes place inside of our mind. When we begin to realize that what I'm putting inside of our mind ultimately is what's going into my heart and ultimately that's who I'm going to become over a period of time. Listen, here's this thing. When you start thinking lustful thoughts, you become very very lustful inside, not just inside, you become a very lustful person. You can't control ultimately what comes out. That's why you know Jesus said for out of the heart proceeds all of these things why because you choosing to dwell on it over and over and over again the more you choose to dwell on fear the more fearful you will become the more you choose to become you know choose to dwell on worry and anxiety the more anxious and the more worries worrier you will start becoming i hope you i hope you understanding you know the entire this thing okay here's here's you know a statement that i make we are the gatekeepers of our mind what do i mean by that you know we are the ones who are standing in the forefront we are the ones who are standing at the gates of our mind where the entry point is and we are the ones who are allowing things to come in i'm not saying that you know we will not get exposed to bad things you will all of us you know at some point we will be exposed to lustful thoughts we will be exposed you know to you know all the negative thing that happens but listen it doesn't have to be that you end up you know engulfing those things you end up you know meditating on those things because the more you meditate on those things that is the danger of who we will end up becoming god doesn't decide what we think the devil doesn't decide what we think do you know who decides what we think it is you it is me we decide what we think and ultimately that's who we become over a period of time if you are not careful that's why you know in the beginning of this message you know i said this we need to take precaution just like you know we're taking precautions for the coronavirus situation today it's important that we take precautions to make sure that our minds are guarded with what is going inside of our minds what do we do in a situation like this what do we do you know in a place where man 
this is all this is happening okay i get it danny i get the cycle mind is the entry point heart is the place where you dwell on it and that's how i ultimately become so what am i going to do in a situation like this and here's his here's what i want us to look at okay um paul okay again going back to paul he makes a statement in second corinthian he's writing a letter to the corinthian church and here's what he says second corinthian chapter 10 verse 3 to 5 for though we walk in the flesh we do not war according to the flesh For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God what's this bringing every thought that you're thinking if you don't understand the remaining part of the verse it's okay but i want you to not forget this bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ you know what he's saying you know what paul is saying again paul understood this whole mind thing you know he understood it very perfectly well and that's why he's saying listen you can't stop you know the things that's coming inside of your mind you can't stop it there is i mean you you can you know you can stand at the gate and you can make sure that you know it's not going to go deeper but you can't you know stop yourself from being exposed to any of these things but here's what he's saying listen you need to cast down every argument okay and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god if it's not mentioned in scripture if it is not biblical if it is not what god is speaking about you know what he's saying we need to do you need to bring every one of those thoughts and you need to bring it into captivity captivity literally you know the word translation here is like spear down you know the spear you know they used to use in the olden days they used to take a spear and they used to spear down they used to pin down people you know what paul is literally saying here he's taking take every thought captive and spin it down and make sure that it is in line with what jesus christ is saying it is in line with what the word of god is saying if it is not in line here's what he's saying we need to do we need to cast it out we need to cast it out completely and break down the stronghold that's why he says in the earlier verse you know the weapons of warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for pulling down strongholds okay i'm not going into that in detail okay but here's what i want us to understand here's what paul is saying we have the ability get this church we have the ability don't say that you know man i can't stop thinking about it i can't stop you know sometimes we deceive ourselves by saying that i can i can't you know stop thinking about it and there is a truth in that i'll come back to that just in a moment but here's what we need to understand the first step you know we need to understand is i don't need to dwell this and i have the ability to get out by the power of jesus christ that abides inside of me and when we begin to understand that it changes everything now here's you know something that i want us to understand we should make our thoughts listen to the word what the word of god has to say what does the bible say what is god saying about a situation you know i'm not saying that you know when we look at everything that's negative around us man if i just start speaking into those play things you know things might change i don't know i've i've not seen that happen i don't know if it will work for you if it works for you good okay but here's what we should not do we should not allow that situation to dictate us earlier in you know, romans 12 to let not it conform us you know to become something that we are not called to be but we need to constantly renew our minds renew our minds with what thoughts we need to renew our minds with the thought that comes from god's word what is jesus christ saying what is god speaking in this situation about and you know what i I'll, what i would suggest if you don't know what god is talking about a particular situation find out either you know google search engine is there get a bible study tool okay ask someone who knows the bible a little bit ask you know man i'm going through the situation does is there any scripture that says against the situation that i'm going through there are there are enough and more and every situation god has already taken care of it in his word again what 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 does it what does it benefit okay now i mean again um, let me just show you this 
okay again hebrews okay this is another writer hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 to 13 okay here's what he says for the word of god the scripture the bible you know whatever is mentioned inside of the bible is living and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow get this and is a discerner okay of the thoughts and the intents not of your mind but of your heart you know what is saying the word of god knows what's going on inside of your heart he can discern it can discern the thoughts inside of your heart it can discern the intentions of your heart and verse certain there is no creature hidden from his sight but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him whom we must give an account of what does he mean by that i don't want to get in in detailed description about this but here's what i want us to look at you know i've always believed this to be true and i still quote it every day i quote it to myself every day okay i i i like reading books i don't know how many of you are into reading books okay i love reading books that's one of my favorite this thing okay if if i would get some time alone i would take any book okay and just sit down and read it okay but what i've understood over the years is that every book that you read it's you reading that book but when you read the bible the bible reads you okay which is why you know i believe this verse you know what is mentioned here it's a discerner when you keep reading that scripture you know what the scripture is doing the scripture is reading you the scripture is reading you and it's 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 making it known to you you know the thoughts that's going on inside of our hearts the things that we've been meditating on the things you know that we should not originally be inside of our hearts all those evil thoughts every one of those bad ones and it's showing us man this is this is not the way you know that we should be going about it i can go in detail okay because um, well might as well give it to you all right verse 13 you know what it says he says all things are naked and open you know what that means the word open okay is a greek word trekelizo okay again i know that you love greek and hebrew so i'm going to give it to you anyways the word open here verse 13 it literally means trekelizo tra- tra- okay trekelizo is basically where the medical doctors have got their word trachea Okay, it's it's somewhere somewhere here in the throat area. I think, right? I don't know. Doctors will be able to explain that. Okay, but here's what it literally means. Any time there's a thought that's there inside of our heart, and any time we start reading God's word, when we start reading the word of God, you know what the word of God does? It takes a sword, okay, and it places that thought at its neck. It places a sword at the neck of that thought. and it splits it into two if it's not from god's word if it is not something that is in line with what god is saying it takes that sword and it splits it cut open that's why it says you know things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account what am i saying listen when you keep reading and meditating on god's word when we start you know taking the bible and start going through every verse every chapter you know one of my sincere encouragements or suggestions to all of us you know as a church and to everyone you know who's listening here's here's what's important thing that i would suggest especially to do in a situation like this you know we have enough of time sit down with god's word take it you know one of the things that we keep constantly telling everyone is we need to read five chapters listen read five chapters i don't care how long you sleep sleep as much as you want but you need to get five chapters done every single day of your lockdown period and even after that okay now let me let me uh, let me just um in closing let me just give you this okay um this is again you know from the old testament but um it's a very powerful thing okay deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 6 to 9 here's what it says and these words i command you okay that you shall be look at this i command you today shall be in your heart it's not in your mind it should be in your heart All right verse 7 is very important you shall teach them diligently to your children 
and shall talk of them okay he talks about four times that you're supposed to actually what do you call teach and talk and think and meditate okay four times when when you sit in your house lockdown period are we sitting in our homes i think we are okay at least for those who are not working you know when you walk by the way now wherever you're walking wherever you're going okay when you lie down and like i said earlier probably some of us spend more time on the bed today than any time else i'm not saying it's a bad thing but but you know here's what he's saying even when you lie down okay and when you rise up four times right through the day every single day four times is exactly you know is pinpointing and saying these are the four times of the day that you should actually meditate on god's word when is it when you when i'm sitting inside of my house lockdown period has pushed all of us into our homes we don't have you know to think about everything that's happening outside the world but what are you saying listen when you're inside your homes please think about the word of god he's saying when you walk by when you traveling okay we don't have much to travel except from buying stuff all right or if you're working he's talking you need to meditate on it then when you lie down when you get up when you lie down when you get up if you do that more that means you know those are the times that you should actually be meditating on it and what happens when you keep meditating on that you become exactly what is mentioned inside of the word of god you become the person that god has called you to ultimately become you don't become a person of fear you don't become a person of you know um anxiety or worry you become a confident person you become a bold person you become somebody you know who has a lot of hope inside you're not looking at a situation and saying man that's so hopeless i don't know if we'll, things will ever improve because you have the word of god because you have that hope that comes from the word of god you are going to look at the situation with hope that man even if it looks impossible even if it looks hopeless i still believe there is a ray of hope in the midst of all of that how does that come it comes when we sit with the word of god now um okay yeah i want to make this statement okay i want us to understand this we can't overcome the enemy just with our thoughts okay many times you know when when a bad thought comes into our mind when when you know when when something that's um, not right we're thinking about when we start thinking about it you know i mean i used to do this very often when i was a small child okay i should not think it i should not think it i should not think it does that ever happen all right Let me give you an example. Let me let me just prove the statement to you. Is that okay? Is that okay? Can I just prove the statement to you? All right. In a moment, in just one moment. All right. I promise we're closing with this, all right? In just one moment I'm going to going to ask you to think of something. You should Here's what you should do. You should not think of it. Is that okay? All right. Whatever you do for the next 1 minute, do not think of a pink elephant. Don't think of a pink elephant. Pink elephant. Don't just don't think of a pink elephant. Pink, pink elephant. Not green. Pink elephant. Don't think of a pink elephant. Are you thinking of a pink elephant? Don't think of a pink elephant. What are you thinking about? I hope it's not a pink elephant. Are you getting what I'm saying? Listen, it's it's very difficult for us, you know, not to think about something. I you I hope you're following what I'm saying. It's that's why I'm saying listen, we can't overcome the enemy with our own thoughts alone. We can't. We can't just say no, I'm not going to think about a pink elephant. I'm not going to think about a pink elephant. We just can't help ourselves. Our minds ultimately wander into that place. Ultimately our hearts follow right behind our minds and then ultimately whether we become a pink elephant, I don't know. <laughs> But I'm just saying Are you I hope you're getting this entire chain of events that can take place all right you won't become a pink elephant no but this is very important any thought that the enemy floods your mind with it has the potential if you're not careful if you're not taking precautions enough okay and you're feeding our mind you know and the hearts with the word of god 
we can't push out the enemy what the thoughts that he brings into our mind you know this is what david said and i want to close with this last verse here all right you know this again psalm 119 verse 11 your word i have hidden where not in my mind not anywhere else not i've not you know written it down so that i can keep looking at it no 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 he's saying listen your word i've hidden it inside of my heart because that is the most important place david recognized david understood that this is the most important place that i need to you know make sure it's not getting contaminated and i'm going to flood it up you know with the word of god word of god word of god so much that even if a negative thought comes in my heart can push out those thoughts i can strongly you know and boldly push out those thoughts i don't have to dwell on it i don't have to meditate on it i don't have to become what i keep meditating on ultimately you know with that i want to close today all right and um, just for a moment you know we're just going to close in prayer okay i want all of us you know to just um, close our eyes just for a moment okay um, ask the holy spirit very clearly what is he trying to say to us today what is the holy spirit trying to reveal to you today maybe you know this is not a new topic for some of you or maybe you know this to you know to be true for some of you you're hearing something like this for the first time but whatever it is have we been in tune with the spirit of god and with the word of god over the last 40 days because you know when i'm looking at the situation i mean even though things seems to be laxing down we do not know how much longer you know this lockdown is really going to stay we do not know if things are going to get better if things are going to get worse if things are going to get better amen to it praise god for it but if things are going to get worse where is our focus going to be on are is our focus still on you know the situation around us okay or are we going to make sure that we are guarding our minds and guarding our hearts and not allowing all those negative things to enter our minds and fill our hearts with fear worry frustration stress anything you name it we're not going to allow our minds and our hearts to fill with those but we're going to keep our minds completely full full with what with the things of the word of god 